Hi, this is Jamie Crawford, Worldwide Evangelist with Breakthrough Ministries. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get more spontaneous messages, weekly devotion, and much more. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. Welcome to today's podcast, the Q&A of Understanding the Trinity, Part 2. I've asked Pastor Ron Bruner to join me once again to answer some questions about understanding the Trinity. Welcome today, Pastor Ron. It's great to be here on the podcast with you today, James. I'm excited. Well, I'm excited also because we're about to have a wild God experience. Today's question is, how do we know, Pastor Ron, that God is real? That's a great question, James. Does God exist? Let's look at how God's Word answers this question. To do that, I'd like to read Romans chapter 1, verse 20. The Bible says, For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. In this verse today, James, Paul says, The proof of the Creator is seen in the things that He has created. Creation, Paul argues, is the proof of the Creator or that God does exist. Let's look at this verse in a little different light. And let me use an illustration to help us understand it. As you can see this morning, James, I have on a watch. Yes. And we can make some very sound conclusions based on this watch that I'm wearing. And one of those conclusions this morning, James, is that there must be a watchmaker. I have never seen the watchmaker. I've never even talked to the watchmaker. But that is not proof that there is no watchmaker. As a matter of fact, in the light of the reality that I'm wearing a watch, there must be a watchmaker. The fact is, is that someone made the watch that I'm wearing. And I don't think anyone, James, would argue against this conclusion that where there's a watch, there's a watchmaker. So how the Bible answers the question, how do we know that God exists? Because we can't see God, and but we can see what God has created. When we look at the earth and we see how it provides food for us, it provides water, it provides energy, all that we need for life is provided for us on this earth. And this raises the question, of course, who made the earth? Well, there must be a creator of something as complex as our earth is. There must be a creator as something as complex as our human bodies are. As something as complex as the universe is, there must be a creator. The Bible says when you look at creation, the only conclusion is, is that there's an eternal power and Godhead that has created all that we can see. The reality of creation is itself proof that God exists. In other words, James, every tree 
every bird, every babbling brook, and every towering mountain is proof that God exists. You know, James, when I got down here to this part about the mountains, and uh, I know you guys lived in Colorado and pastored there for a few years, and we got to come up and visit you guys. And, you know, driving around up in Colorado, you see those mountains and those plateaus, and your mouth just falls open and on you go, Wow! God is big. Look what God has created. And so when I look at those things, I know that someone who had a lot of knowledge and wisdom had to create all of those things. And this question, does God exist? It really goes to origin or where did we come from? And it's really, James, one of four questions that all of us ask. And we need a solid answer for this question. Does God really exist? And how do we know that he does exist? It's important to get the right answer to this question. If my answer to this question is that God is the creator of everything and that God created me, then I also have an answer to the other three important questions that we all ask. And I'd like to just touch on those because I think they're interrelated with the answer to our first question. One of those questions is, what's the meaning of life? Well, if God created me, it makes sense that I have a divine purpose from God to accomplish on planet Earth for God. And this gives life meaning. And my divine purpose also answers the question, what's my destiny in life or why am I here in the first place? And then the fourth question that we all have is, What is morally right and wrong? Or to ask the question another way, where does morality come from? If God created all things and God created me, then my moral sense of right and wrong comes from God, not from culture, not from government. So the last three questions cannot be answered correctly unless we get this first question answered correctly, James. How do we know that God exists? I just want to say here that the earth is utterly amazing. It's fantastic. Scientists estimate that there are at least 18 physical laws that work in harmony for our planet to sustain complex life. And some of these laws include gravity, thermodynamics, and electromagnetic forces, of which you can't see any of those at all, just like you can't see God. So does God exist? Well, God, James, invites us to look and see for ourselves. Don't take someone else's word for it. Don't even take my word for it. Here's what God says about it, James, in Psalms 19, verses 1 and 2. He says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows His handiwork. Day unto day utter speech, and night unto night shows knowledge. These two verses say to us, James, Go outside and look up at the sky, and there you will see God's handiwork. Look up at the sun, which think about it. They tell us that if the sun were any further away from the earth, we'd freeze to death. And they tell us that if it were any closer, that we'd burn up. Go out and look at the night sky. Look at the moon and the stars held in place by what? By God's mighty power. If we go back to my watch, which is an Apple watch, it does so much more than tell time. Which brings me to this conclusion, James. The people who worked 
to make this watch and created it are pretty intelligent. But the earth in relationship to the sun and the moon and the stars are much more complex than the working of my watch. Someone with great intelligence made our earth and the universe and we as human beings, and that someone is God. Let's ask our listeners two questions today as we kind of bring this to a close. Question one is, what is your emotional and intellectual response to the statement, my watch just happened? In other words, nobody created it. It just appeared on its own. Well, we can't accept that really intellectually or emotionally. Likewise, what is your emotional and inner and, and intellectual reaction to the statement, the world just happened? Some people say the world just happened from a Big Bang. We can't accept that answer. Some people claim the Big Bang theory is scientific, but it's not a scientific theory at all. You see, science requires three things to prove a theory. Number one, it must be observable. Number two, it must be measurable. And number three, it must be repeatable. And you know what? When it comes to the Big Bang Theory, no one observed it, nobody ever measured it, and it's certainly not repeatable. So none of these three rules can be applied to the Big Bang Theory. Now, I also want to say something else here, James, that might shock people. None of these three rules can be applied to creation either, and I realize that. No one saw God create the earth. No one saw God create Adam and Eve or the universe. However, we do know that someone created them, and that someone is God. And my belief that God exists is not based on scientific rules anyway, but rather when I look and see God's handiwork, I can see that someone created all of these things, and it certainly wasn't a man, and I believe that someone was God. The Big Bang Theory is not scientific at all. The truth is, you must accept the Big Bang Theory by faith. And I've seen a few explosions in my lifetime, and I never saw a single explosion that created harmony and great beauty, like the harmony and beauty in our world and universe. Some would say it takes faith to believe in creation. And I would say, yes, I would agree with that. But I'd rather put my faith in what the Bible says than the theories of men. In other words, James, Genesis 1-1 makes more sense to me than any other theory of who created the earth, human beings, or the universe. I'll go with Genesis 1 and 1, which says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And when I go outside and look at creation, I can see that God clearly exists because someone made this wonderful earth that we have. Someone made the moon and the stars and the sky. And someone made you and I. And because of the creation, the handiwork of God that I see, I know that God exists. I'd be glad to, James. Heavenly Fathers, we come to you today, Lord, 
We have no doubt, Lord, that you are in heaven and you're listening as we pray. And Father, I just pray for our listeners today. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would give unto them the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of yourself, Lord. I pray, Heavenly Father, that, Lord, as we would look around about us in all creation, as we would look at how uniquely each one of us are made, that we would be able to see, God, that you indeed are the creator, Lord, that everything we see, Lord, everything of beauty and harmony has been created by you and for you and for your purpose, Lord. And we ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Ron. To connect with Pastor Ron or join him in his church services, click on the links in the description below. Thank you for listening today. We want you to be blessed.